the Seattle Mariner. Racing back to the track. Good evening, and we are back with episode six of Halfway Around the Halo. It's obviously been a two-week hiatus for us for varying reasons, but delighted to be joined by the ever-present Dave Evans. Dave, how are you this evening? I'm good, thanks, Nick. I'm positive for a change. Uh, what a two weeks of baseball that was. A little bit of everything, a little bit of everything for everyone. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the show, so thanks for that. A bit of everything. Great bit of everything. <laughs> no, it's true, isn't it? Uh, where we came from last time when we were just about to go into the Padres series to now. A lot has changed in the American League West. A lot has changed with the Angels, really, uh, which we obviously get into. But how's the last fortnight beat for you, personally? Been up to much? Um, yeah, no, it's been a pretty hectic couple of weeks with work, with um, the building that I work in, people coming back into the office, red and blue teams and half and half. So that's been, that's been busy. Um, for the British baseball note, uh, my guys went up. We went up to Sheffield last Sunday, won our semi uh, quarter final. So we're into the finals weekend this week, where we're playing on Saturday against London Mammoths, and then who you know somebody on the Sunday hopefully. So oh, yeah, wow. big weekend coming up this week for us. Wow, in the play division. Long way, long way to travel for a game of baseball, isn't it? <laughs> and a seven inning game of baseball at that as well. Uh, yeah, long, that was a long day, but you know, going up there, we got the win. So um, yeah, it was worth every minute of it by the end of it. That's all you can ask for, really, isn't it? As long as you get yeah. the win, you don't mind. And I hope there are a few celebratory drinks afterwards. Well, we were driving a long way back, so not really many. Unfortunately, we'll save it for maybe Sunday afternoon. Consummate professionals, that's what it is. Athlete. <laughs> or something Athlete. like that. <laughs> so last time we spoke, obviously, we had Alex on from Padres UK. And it wasn't a good part of our season, really, was it? We come off again back-to-back -back losses to the Mariners we were in a pretty bad place I think we were effectively looking at the uh, looking at the <laughs> the rankings weren't we and seeing how high a draft pick we could get and then yeah this, yeah these two weeks come around and I, I said everything's changed everything hasn't changed but in terms of potential for change it's there isn't it we've got 12 games to go and we've brought ourselves back into contention just three and a half games back from the Astros, largely because the Astros have been truly terrible for the past fortnight, haven't they? Um, but you're feeling, you say you're feeling confident. I want to feel confident. And if you're going to feel confident, the time is now. Uh, we've, we've come off a, a two-week stretch where, you know, we didn't give our, really ourselves a hot chance in hell in the San Diego series. And just the fact that we managed to split that. I mean, after game one, we thought, oh, here we go, sort of thing with... Uh, you know, when San Diego exploded for eight runs near the end of the game. Um, but, you know, he even pulled out an absolute humdinger of a, a performance against Clevenger, which I thought was a, a given for, you know, for San Diego to win that. And then he would have seen the sweep of Houston come in as well. So, you know, after that, you've got to be, this is the time to be positive. This over this next week, it's, it's a huge week. And um, oh, if you were to give an... You know, I really, if we two weeks ago said, what's our predictions for two weeks? Would we have ever gone eight and four? Uh, unlikely. So, uh, yeah, I, I would have taken the last two weeks and snapped your hand off for it. You say that. You say that. But I actually did predict this. I didn't predict that we'd 
sweep the Astros, but I did say we would go on an end of season run, which would yeah. be completely pointless. I knew this team had to be better than it's been all year. I mean, it is better than we've shown for a lot of the season. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we can continue it. But let's just let's just take that back then to that part. Of, you mentioned it. Heaney's seven and two thirds when they had one run ball or one one hit ball, wasn't it? Um, uh, seven innings, three hits. Yeah, three hits, two walks, six strikeouts uh, for Heaney in that San Diego game. Ah, a brilliant, brilliant performance, and he really has become Mister starting to come quite consistent over the last. Well, this season, really. Well, a couple well, of dodgy outings. Well, do you think? I think it was Heaney, wasn't it, that said, I may be wrong, but he said when he saw Lestella getting traded and Goodwin being traded, that, you know what, don't like seeing my teammates leave and if I'd pitched better, they wouldn't be leaving. And I can't remember if it was Heaney said that or one of our other starters, but I'm pretty sure the sentiment is probably there, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure the starters feel some sort of uh, responsibility when they see their guys move mid-season. Yeah, no, definitely. And ironically, it probably wasn't really that the starters that they were being moved. I mean, the starters were some of the more consistent pieces of our of our team so far. I think the back end of the bullpen probably have a few questions to answer uh, for their performance levels. Was it, I think, what well, we've surpassed 13 blown saves now over the last two weeks. And it's, uh, that's just utterly dreadful. Um, you know, that, that's not conducive to a winning season, is it, really? So, no, I, I, I get Heaney's, um, if it was, I think it was him. Who said that? I completely understand that, and maybe that was a little kick up the backside they all needed. Yeah, I, I mean, it might have been because then look, then we go and have that miraculous four-game homestand with the Astros, where we won, we won six-five, ten-nine, seven-six, and nine-five. We had an easy one at the last one at nine-five. Looks comfortable on paper, doesn't it? But wow, I mean, where did this team pull out that determination, that spirit, that fight? You know the comebacks in every single game. Like, where did they? Where did they find this baseball? I'm just. I'm still partly in shock that we won a game in extra innings. I'm, I haven't really got over that yet. Um, I don't one. know. <laughs> was that the first one of the season? It felt like it was. If it wasn't, no, no. Um, I mean, first one of that series, wasn't it? It was the first one we won. Yeah. Having can we point out though, having blown a three-run lead in the ninth. Yeah, I, I like the fact, the, the stat that Matt Andrews has the win and the blown save in the same time. That's a pretty impressive way to go about your business, isn't it? I feel like <laughs> so, that's, that's probably a very Ty Buttry uh, stat line as well. You could see him doing that as well, can you? Oh, yeah. But I mean, Ty Buttry would probably lose that as well. Um, oh, poor old Ty, it's not the same guy from last year still. But no, but you know, Bundy had a good strong outing as well. He, he started it off and you know, got us to where we needed to be again. Um, Walshie's big first big fly, um, and we'll probably catch on up with him a bit later. But he's been great over the last few weeks. Yeah, well. let's talk about Walshie later. But second game then against Houston, another one, a two double header, wasn't it? We had two seven in. Yeah, we get, we have a lead. We then go and give up three runs in the top of the seventh. What are we doing? And then we hit three of ourselves and and walk it off and. I mean, what is going on there? Like, why has that happened? I believe that was the same game that Trouty hit number 300, wasn't it? Angels yep. record. Um, yep. Yeah. Overtaken Tim Salmon. It was um, just a matter of time, really, wasn't it, for Trout to get to that. Um, and I it was Adele's... That, um, I love that line from Salmon about the kingfish. Quality. <laughs> yeah. Passing it on. Yeah. He said, then he passed it on to, a, to another fish in the family. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's all good. So, um, yeah, but Adele, you know, he, he had his walk-off as well. He had his moment. 
And it was a good single as well, good punching it down the first baseline. Um, yeah, it was, it was nice to see him, wasn't it, going off. But he's gone, it's, um, it's gone off a bit recently, hasn't he? And it's yeah. always, always good to see a young hitter using the whole field. Sound like Gooby here. But uh, it, I, I do think it is uh, very positive for us to see. Then we went to, to game, game three of that series, which had the comical moment, didn't it? Where Victor, Victor Roas, Rendon hits that huge three-run bomb, doesn't he? And he's talking about, you know, walking it off, driving home safely. But we're the road team because of the doubleheader. Oh, that was, <laughs> I think that's one of my favourite moments of the season, actually. A, the Rendon home run, but B, just the call and, and just being able to laugh about it after. Yeah, no, it's, it's a different situation. How how often has that happened recently? You know, it's a it's a strange strange thing to to sort of get your head around as well. But now, um, it's a shame because I was looking forward to Dylan Peters coming back. Um, that was short lived. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought last year I thought he did really really well last season for us. He came in and actually gave us some innings. And what was a really bad starting rotation, he made it not as bad. It wasn't great, but yeah, it, it was a shame. Uh, I'm not surprised we've not seen him since. But, you know, but we're going to see Cam come in as well with a couple of innings to sort of steady the ship as well. But, um, you know, but 4-0 down after two innings there, wasn't it, as well? So, um, yeah, that's, and that, I think that's been one of the major things, and you can see that as well from the later series. just seems to be a little bit of fight about them now. Uh, it's like a little bit of, we really are close to not having much more baseball left for the rest of the season. Maybe we should possibly try and get into the playoffs now. Mm-hmm. and completely tear up the uh, Kuma Rocky script <laughs> and go the other way. Absolutely, but we'd much rather have it this way around, even if it does mean likely missing out on the playoffs, probably by a game, knowing us. Uh, yeah. The final game of the Houston series, didn't we, where we won 9-5, which I said looks, looks more comfortable, but actually that was four runs in the eighth, I think, that blew it open. Um, but yeah, what, a, opening, yeah. what a series. What a series. Who would you say your highlight of that was? Of, of the whole series. Yeah. Who's your, who's your series MVP there? No, series MVP. I mean, you could easily go for Charity, can you, with his two homers, bringing it up. Yeah. Bringing up 300. Um, Tony as well, Clutch. Um, Adele. You know, I think Adele made a decent, you know, he stole a home run off of Spring as well, didn't he, in the first inning well, in that game. Run. Then he had that diving that diving catch as well, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, you know what? You, you could argue Adele, really, considering where he's come from defensively after, you know, literally pushing the ball over the fence to give up a yeah. four, four-run error um, to going to making a good running catch, stealing a home run off of Springer yeah. to then going opposite field, clutch hitting, you know, he's not situational hitting, ha- has a home run. Yeah, I, I like the improvements I saw from Adele, I have to admit, in that, in that series. Definitely. I think that running the catch was uh, off Gallo, wasn't it, in the Texas series, but same, same, same homestand. Yeah. I think my favourite bit about that final win was the fact we didn't have Fletcher in the lineup, we didn't have Trouty in the lineup, and we didn't have Atani in the lineup. And they yeah. still managed to uh, pull it out of the bag. And I think the other key from that is, and I, I could have touched on him later, but I will do now. I've talked about him a lot. Jaime Barria. I really like him, right? Yep. He, doesn't have, he doesn't have the best stuff. Like he's never going to overpower a guy. He's never going to be, uh, you know, one, two, three, or maybe even a, he might be a four at best. But he's just, he knows how to pitch, doesn't he? He's got that thing I love in a pitcher, <laughs> which sounds ridiculous when I say it out loud. But he's just got that pitch ability, hasn't he? He just knows how to hit his spots. He works well with the catchers. He's just, 
I just think he's a he's a decent guy. He's come back in a lot better shape this year as well, which I think yeah. is noticeable on the mound. And I think he gave, he only gave us he gave us five five innings that day, and he gave up three earned runs, right? But only on three hits and two walks. And I just and he, he's had starts, hasn't he, since? And he's he's just a good back end piece for me. He gives you what we need, doesn't he? He just gives you what you need. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent right there. Um, Barrios come back in, and he, he's been solid coming in. He's not, as you say, he's, he's not going to blow you away. But when he when he has his changeup working, and he can work that off of his um, fastball as well, it, it does work well. And we we saw that in twenty eighteen when he first came up. Um, as I say, I, and we talked about this a few weeks ago. You know, he went onto the shuttle bus last year, but he's he's come back up and he's actually giving us some important innings right now as well. To the a point where you want him in the rotation. You know, give me. Berea over Tehran any day at this moment. Oh, yeah. Although Tehran, to give him his credit, he's pitched a bit better than he was at the start of the year, although still giving up runs. I think he was a bit unlucky in his start against Texas, wasn't he? So, should we get on to, should we get on to that? So, classic, classic Angels. Four-game four four game homestand win against Houston. Win against the Padres. You've got a five-game win streak. You go to Texas, who are in free fall. What do we do? Yeah. We lose the first two games of that series, and we get yeah. hammered in the first one. We lose that seven-one. We lose the next one seven-three. We're never really in the games, are we? Um, Heaney Heaney got the loss in the first one, and then I think it was was it that was Tehran the second one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, and it, it seemed to be the Matt Tice experiment weekend as well, didn't it? You know, he's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that one should never happen again. Second base. I mean, I think that got proved in the first inning. Uh, you know, you know what? It shouldn't happen right now. I don't mind him going away and working on it um, and coming back, but you should never be playing your first game out of position in the majors for me. Like you just, <laughs> it just shouldn't be done. To, and then sticking him in left field the night after. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what, what's, what's going on? I mean, I, I reckon someone probably lost a game of truth or dare the night before, and you know, that was the dare. I, I dare you to. Uh, Put Tice out there, Madden. See what happens. Just for just for fun. Well, Madden, Madden claimed like this is where we don't have the access to it this year that we have in the summertime. Madden claimed his bat was just so hot in Long Beach that we had no choice but to get him in the lineup wherever we could. But that doesn't translate. I mean, effectively, that play at second base cost us a game, didn't it? It sounds stupid when you look at the score, but I mean, it changed the game and the momentum completely. Um, yeah. I just. I'd- I'd- yeah, I mean, I don't think bats in Long Beach hold much heat, to be honest with you, at the moment in the majors. It's not even, you know, equivalent probably to AAA ball at the moment, let's face it. So, I don't get it, really. I didn't think he was that hot. Um, but it is what it is. We Madden, we sort of trust. Um, just don't trust him putting it twice at second. Really? I don't get it. Has he earned our trust yet? Yeah. Gets paid the big money for it. He's, he's got the track record. I would rather have Madden in there than uh, the dude from last year, should we say? Um, bring back Soch. Bring back Soch. Bring back Soch. Oh, Jesus. I'm not sure about that one. Uh, I, I trust in Madden. I trust in Madden at the moment. As I say, unprecedented season, blah, blah, blah. But um, we, we've had snippets. We've had purple patches. It's just not been sustained enough. Yeah, definitely. But then, thankfully, after a five game losing streak in that new Texas ballpark, <laughs> the Lord, the Lord Bundy, Bundelicious. Oh, what a, another! He gave up two runs, and he didn't deserve to give up two runs because that was just incredible to watch him. It was a gem. I mean, it just was yeah. truly a gem. Wasn't it? it was just 
oh god i could watch him pitch all day he, you know when, he, when he's got it working and when he's going going into the 10th 11th 12th strikeout of the game you're just sitting back thinking this is just poetry watching some of that the way he sets the guys up in those early counts one twos 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 and then just punishes and finishes them off oh, just no I, messing around and i love that exactly that's the best bit isn't it i love yeah. a pitcher that just gets on with his job no messing around he paints the corners doesn't he he uses his fastball well because then he goes to his breaking balls and they're just oh unstoppable when he's pitching like that and we have to, don't we? We have to get him to an extension this off season. Like, there's, what can you yeah. do now? I mean, basically, we're in a position where he's our best pitcher by a long distance. He's now shown over a, the course of a season that the change of environment has done him good. There is still an element of doubt because it's still a small track record where we can hopefully get him to sign a relatively team-friendly extension in comparison to some of the some of the big money uh, premium frontline starting pitcher would cost. But it's a no-brainer yeah. for us, surely. It's a no-brainer. I would say it was a no-brainer right now. Um, is it, was it one year's left? Is it one year left we've got of him? Yeah, I think it's one more year, yeah. Yeah, so um, one year left. Yeah, if, if you can, you should. Um, I, don't, I don't know what his injury history is off the top of my head, but he's, he's looked good. He's been serviceable. He, he, he's pulled in lots of innings. The amount, you know, amount of innings that he's, he's getting through at the moment. Yeah, you've got to got to extend them if you can, or you certainly have to have that conversation. Well, yeah, he's what he's um he's gone through fifty eight innings now in his nine appearances, which is um it's not exactly bad. Giving up only four home runs and thirteen walks in that, I'll take that. I love him. He's the adopted he's the adopted favourite of the the Angels UK fan base. I think. Yeah, it's, it's going to have to be, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, get him signed up. Um, <laughs> but then. Finally then, so we, we take one of that Texas series, bit of a crash down to earth, and then we go to Coors Field, don't we? We take on the Rockies, and we end up losing that first game with a... How do you put it? How do you put it nicely? We take, we, we take a lead in the ninth. We go with a huge home run from Walsh. Then yeah. five runs. Five runs in the uh, bottom of the ninth. How is that even possible? Well, I, I think what they've done is, I think uh, Buttery is still reading the script where we go and tank for first place for the draft pick. Um, he's obviously not got the memo yet that we're actually trying at the moment because that, I mean, 8-4, you, you think of that scoreline, you think I've oh, just been dominated, but really it's, it's just a really pathetic final inning and it, it was, should have been ours, really. It should have been. And we've, we've been walked off with a grand slam twice this season. I know. What are the odds? Oh, oh, honestly, I'm still a bit fuming about that. I mean, yeah. I mean, what's that? Buckley's fourth blown save on the season, his third loss at the time as well. well um, is, he is still our closer because he is the one that has the stuff in that situation, but he just keeps blowing those opportunities. And it will be interesting to see next time we have another save opportunity, isn't it? Who's going to get it? Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, even Felix in the last two weeks, he was Mr. Dependable, and he he um well, he, he blew up a couple yeah. times. No. You know, who, who do you hang your hat on? I mean, last year it was easy, it old Hansel, but um, now it's who, who do you hang your hat on? I mean, Andres got through it yesterday, um, got it through last night. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to see him in that situation a lot. No, exactly. I mean, in fairness, he did really well actually. When you look back at it, his his two innings, he had two innings, four strikeouts. You know, that's not not a bad return. Uh, for, for an outing, he got two saves in a row, didn't he? He got the save on Saturday as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
you know, I mean, obviously, one of our biggest issues for the summer is definitely obviously the bullpen. We've really got to sort that out. Yeah, I think this depends on Epler, though, doesn't it? I mean, I think yeah. we know Epler is very averse to spending money on a bullpen. But if he will he be there? That's what I mean. If he's replaced, do we get a general manager that looks at our problems this season and goes, "There's your fix right there. Get yourself mm. get yourself spending some money on proper bullpen pieces." I I do admit I generally side with Epler on this one that they are so up and down every year, aren't they? They're so yeah. volatile receivers. It is really hard to trust putting lots of money into them, especially long-term deals. Yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't be a massive fan of throwing a big four or five-year deal a relief piece, um, especially when we've got needs elsewhere in the rotation as well. Um, ideally, that's where the big money goes. It's a almost a no-win situation, really, I think, for Epler when it comes to the uh, bullpen. But I know how I feel about it. I sort of would verge on his side, try and uncover a gem, uncover someone who's good for the year and restock and go again the next year. But um, at the same time, it hasn't worked this year. Where it was working the start of last year, like short memories, isn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. Are there any um, Are there any pieces in that bullpen we have brought in that you like? Any that you want to see stick around? <sighs> tough one on that yeah it's, it's hard i mean i mean mike Myers has actually had a decent september yeah if you want to look at it like that yeah same um, looks all right you know he's felix, okay felix has been good Again. yeah yeah felix yeah i mean he, he he had a dodgy week but you know hobie miller I, I, I don't know i think it's just been they've been so up and down it's hard to say I've been happy with you to go again next year because it's been the thing that's destroyed our season, the bullpen. Are we finally going to Is the Bedrosian experiment finally going to end? Is it finally time? Because he's going to be expensive next year. I think he must be in his final year of ARB. I was over Cambridge Rosen two years ago. I was over him. <laughs> so he's just, it's one of those things. But if you're looking at non-tender candidates, he's one for me. Yeah, I think we'll see a few of those. I think our ballpen will look very different again next year. I mean, it looked it very different, to, didn't it? Uh, and I think it, it has to. You're right, it just has to. And it I needs think to, you know, a few relievers on the market which could could help us out. Yeah, I mean, I've not even looked at who's on the market yet. I mean, um, I suppose we could do a little fantasy what we want to do later on in another podcast, another time for the off season. But definitely, in, you know. But again, is it was it people like you know Trevor Rosenthal? He, he's coming up. Probably the only name I know off the top of my head. I think Kirby um, Yates. I think Kirby Yates might be available. Yeah. All, all expensive though for what could be volatile arms. Let's face it. But you know, I'd rather be spending that money for a front end starter personally. Well, yeah, I, I mean that is priority, isn't it? That's priority number one after all of this. When yeah. we look Bund- at- Bundy's our best pitcher right now, but as I said uh, two weeks ago, he he can't be our ace. He can't be our number one. If we want to be serious, we have to have. Bundy in there as our two. three, two, two at our best. Think, like if you want to be really serious, Bundy as a third person, that means you've got a good rotation. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at the rotation next year, you're going to have Heaney again. You're going to have Canning again. Beyond mm. that, who knows? Sandoval maybe, Berea. But really, I think you need two starters there, don't you? But then again, we've yeah. got Detmers as well. Um, yeah. So it depends how ready Detmers is. Chris Rodriguez as well. There's a few, a few knocking on the door, I think, aren't there, in the 
lower levels. But not having a minor league season this year has been really tough, hasn't it? We haven't been able to see what these guys can actually do in game situations. I know they are having having them in Long Beach, but it's just not the same, is it? As competitive. Right. No, it's, it's not the same at all. And where someone where you'd have hoped normally that Reed Detman's maybe got into you know, low A, single A and stuff like that at this time, um, with a hope to maybe push him in for next year if he was ready. I, I can't see how he can be ready now for next season. He's going to have to have a little bit of time sort of blood in at some sort of professional level now, and, um, which may delay his arrival. Same with Chris Rodriguez as well if he's over his injuries. You know, so we do have some good pieces on the way, but what's the, their lack of proper game time this season going to have done to their development to be able to come up next year? Yeah, no, definitely. That's just one for us to wait and see, I think, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, so, two big pieces. I mean, we can go either way with these two. Well, let's talk about Walshy, right? Jared Walsh. What a week he's had, eh? What a week. With the batting title. He's going to win the batting title. <laughs> I'm not quite sure about that. <laughs> he's had a, People. He's, he's last 10 games, right? He's gone, he's gone average of 0.389. He's got a 1.317 OPS. He's had five home runs, 10 runs scored, 13 RBI. What a what's like 10 game run that is. I did see his splits earlier, though. Jared Timms tweeted them out against left-handed pitching and right-handed pitching. He's only hitting 133 against left-handed pitching. <laughs> 353 against right. I mean, that is your classic platoon guy, right? But if he could platoon at that level against righties, he's got to be in with a good shot for next year, is not he? No, definitely. I mean, if you, if you want to make it really manipulated and make it look good, you just do his stats so far for... For September, sort of thing, for the last two weeks, you know, he's hit 389, 400 on base um, with his five home runs. You know, it's not the ma- doesn't sample size doesn't matter. It's what you do with it that counts. And um, you know, he's he's looking good at the moment. Because <laughs> um, if you want to talk about sample size, Taylor Ward smashing 450 at the moment in his September. Very good point. I mean, he's another one that's it has looked it has looked good. Don't you just wish though? that one of Ward or Thice would go back to catching. And I know it's not as simple as that. There are issues with both of them in terms of calling games and working with pitchers, etc. But their bats would play so well at catcher, and we do not have an offensive catcher coming through the ranks. And We don't have anyone through the ranks, do we? <laughs> well, and there's a log jam, though. There's a log jam for them. There's no real place in the lineup apart from, right, obviously they're trying second base and left field, but Really, we, it would be so great if one of them went back to catcher. I, th- I think it would, but I think and I, if they were good enough to be there, they would be there, is, is my feel, feelings on it. I think it's a kind of trying to get them a little bit of depth on some of the secondary positions, um, try and get their bats. And I don't know, are you looking at maybe having them as part of a trade package at some point somewhere uh, to try and show that they have some value? Um, that's the only sort of thing that I'm thinking of at the moment because... I don't think, you know, defensively they're not depressed. They've done okay, but you know their their bats are so inconsistent at the moment. I think it's just trying to get any sort of raise their value up a little bit in order to um, get some value out of them in a package later on down the line. Is my opinion. I don't think uh, putting them back at catching at the moment is, is, is worthwhile for us, really. Yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, something's got to give with both of them, though. We can't really keep all three and Walsh as well 
there's no room for all three of them really on the roster next year. No, and I mean I think Taylor Ward's had he's had plenty of chances now as well. He's, hasn't he? He, hasn't, he hasn't been up for just a year. What's this? Is probably his third season of having having time. I know he's back and forth, but, but them, he's been around a little while now. He has, but none of them have really had consistent at bats at a level which is fair enough to judge them on. I don't think. I don't think we've ever given them. They've all had like little bits here and there, but they've never had a complete sustained run where they are the guy and we get to see exactly what they're doing. Because we've always had this false hope that we're going to be contending and we just haven't been. Um, yeah, no, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, this is um, Walsh's first proper go at it now, I think. Um, and that is going to last another 12 games <laughs> best at the moment, you know, so... I think there's, from what I'm seeing at the moment, I think there's a higher ceiling for, for Walsh out of the three. So if they were any of them going to be moved, I'd like to see think Walsh. I mean, I, I liked his bat in AAA. Um, we know that that's out. not exactly always yeah. correlates into major leagues, but um, not he's definitely got the power. Not in Salt Lake. Yeah, but that power is definitely legitimate. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, speaking of legitimate power... Albert Pujols, 660th home run. I mean, we're the machine, right? It, we have, we've seen, and in fairness, we've seen 200 plus of them. Um, yeah. We have all our complaints about Albert, but what a career he's had. What a true legend of the game, an icon. Absolutely. We, we have never seen him at his um, Cardinals level, let's face it. And, you know, we always wanted to see it. You'd sign that sort of length of contract for that amount of money. And his contract is now an albatross around our neck. But we need just to sit back and remember who we are actually having the chance to watch for the last nine years with one more year left. He, he's, you know, his first ballot, he's, he's going in. And we are watching one of the best hitters of that ball over a fence let's face it incredible and, um, just got to enjoy it whilst it lasts but yeah it was, it was um, well hopefully not well, too much longer one year maybe oh yeah <laughs> we'll give him an extension won't we give him an extension <laughs> give him an extension would you imagine well, <laughs> but I know um, he's, well he's only got four guys in front of him now hasn't he he's obviously not ca- catching Bonds on 7-6-2 he's not catching Aaron on 7-5-5 he's not catching Babe Ruth on 7-1-4 but then Alex Rodriguez is on a six nine six. He's not. He's not getting thirty six more home runs in the next year and of twelve games, is he? It's taken him since July last year to get ten. Yeah. So um, you know, he hit six fifty. I think it was in July last year, last season. What do so you um, he ends on then. What do you reckon he ends on? This is a long term prediction game. We'll find out at the end of next year. End of next year, Christ Almighty! I can just lie and pretend that I got it right. Oh, uh, so where are we? Um, six sixty. Six sixteen. Yeah. Six seventy nine. Oh, okay. You're going higher than me. I was going to go six seven three. You so, think he's going to be really bad next year? If he stays fit, if if he can stay fit, I mean, he's. I just don't know. Right. Get the game time though. I just feel like if we are where we want to be next year, the same thing we say every year, but if we're going to be challenging next year, he can't be playing too many games, can he? No, he can't. Of course he can't. But, you know, injuries, we, we love an injury, let's face it, on our team. Um, how available will Atani be to DH? You know, will Jared Walsh be a platoon option? Will, will he be getting everyday bats? What are we going to do with that? Um, I, think, I think Paul Holes will have a role to play still next year. 
Um, and I think he'll have enough. I think he'll get enough at bats where if if he can get hot. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm saying what nineteen, nineteen between 19, now and the next season. Yeah, it's going to be in that number. It's going to be a teen, I think, unless he gets yeah. or something. But we'll see. Um, I mean, either way, he's going to end on a ridiculous number of home runs. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, Albert, I know you're supposed to, was it five years after retiring, you can go into the ballot. I think they just sack it off. You know you're coming, just do it straight away. Just bring him in. Let's change the rules for Albert. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? It's inevitable. So why yeah. have to go through that process? But no, I understand it. I understand why you'd have to. Um, but he, he's just going to be on a farewell tour next year, isn't he? Really, it's going to be emotional. <laughs> It'll be a good one. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that. I reckon he'll get that every everywhere we go on the road in his final final appearance. There, he's got to get some sort of outstanding recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he'll be tipping his cap at every single one, and probably get calls all sorts and no. And hopefully he'll ding on every single ballpark. Who knows? Now that is a very very hot take. <laughs> Don't think that's happening. No grooved pitches like they did back at Cardinals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Moving on from Albert. Next week, or this week, next games. Three with Arizona, four with mm. Texas. All at home. And we've been very good. Well, we've been better at home. Texas have been terrible on the road. I don't think Arizona have been very good at all. They've only won 17 games this year. We've got to be winning six of those, right? We've got to be. Yeah, no, if, if we want to be serious, 100%. Uh, if we want to be serious, we probably want to be trying to sweep Arizona to start with. Um, I can't see it because it's it's lined up towards it, Tehran versus Bumgana. Neither of them have got a win so far this year. Well, Bumgana's um, on a 7.52 ERA and Tehran's on an 8.23. So put your money on a high scoring affair there. Take the over, that's what I say. 100%. Yeah, five runs each at least, I would say. It uh, could be a, a one to watch. Um, yeah, no, it, it's a big big two. I mean, every week's been a good week, hasn't it? Um, it's, it's too late now. I mean, I want to feel that there is an outside chance because Houston just are stumbling a little bit, should we say. Um, but if we can't play our part now, I mean, Houston with Texas, they aren't they? So, um if maybe Texas can do us a little favour. Um, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't uh, bank on it. So, um, yeah, you, you need six. But will we get six, though, Nick? No, we won't. We'll get four. But we'll get predictions in a minute. Um, game two, we have a big matchup of the aces, don't we? There's Caleb Smith against the Lord. Bundy. Yep, yep. Caleb Smith hasn't actually got a win yet, but he's got three ARA uh, and... Oh, Bundy, Abundanaya, Bundachon. Oh, and then we've got... Just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Bundy. <laughs> Bundy. And then we've got Canning for the third game, which is a bit of a toss-up. I'd say all three of them are, apart, actually. I mean, the way it's fallen, I mean, they could all go either way, but we just need to hope the bats continue to be hot. What I was going to say a minute ago, actually, speaking of bats being hot, well, bats being cold, have you been... I mean, obviously, but Atani... Really disappointing this season, right? Yeah. Just can't. Yeah. Just, I mean, ever since those starts on the mound and the injury, and then he just can't find a groove at the plate. He just looks lost. 
Yeah, no, he's looked lost from the start of the season at the play. You know, the amount of times you see him looking like he's stepping backwards, stepping away from when he's trying to hit the ball. He's just, clearly he's not comfortable in the box. I think I wouldn't be surprised if the injury is bothering him even more with his hitting than it was last time round. Um, yeah, we know he can't pitch, but I'm, I'm concerned that there's something else going on there. Maybe he's just not comfortable at all. And it it's really has translated this year because... Yeah, it's just not been good. Yeah, I know they all say this, but supposedly he's still been really good in batting practice. Still, you know, timing's fine, been hitting them out to all fields. But then when it comes to the games, he just is all over the place and he doesn't look like he has any sort of balance balance at the plate. Uh, I'm concerned, mm. but I don't think he's going to change for this year. We just need to hope with an off-season and recovering from the injury and everything else. Yeah, no, that's it. It's, a, it's almost a... A write-off now for Tony now for the rest of this year. If if he comes good, he comes good, and we hope he does. But it's been so long now. Everyone, I mean, even Upton's having a half decent stretch at the moment. You know, he's starting to slow, slowly turn it around. Um, Simmons is coming back. He's come back from injury. He he's having a good September so far. You know, everyone's start even if they're up and down, they're having an up part. Otani doesn't feel it just doesn't feel like it's just it's just not clicking for him is it it's not but I don't think that's gonna change this year and we just no. need to hope he comes back fresh but there's going to be distractions again because we're gonna have the same problem when he starts pitching and all the nerves and all the expectation on him and now it's different because now everyone's seen him try and come back and him fail um, yeah. so he's gonna have a lot of pressure on him and I'm not sure how well he handles pressure so far I am a bit skeptical of his mentality I guess on that front maybe yeah I mean I think when he's confident he handles the pressure well but that confidence must be drained and sapped out of him at the moment because it's been a bit of a barren stretch hasn't it yeah it has so Diamondbacks then what's your prediction I've actually written down two wins two out of three I've, I've got losing game one because I have no faith in Tehran and it's a case of the bats being there for us. And I think Canning gets his first win. That's that's my prediction there. Bundy's going to be Bundy. Um, he's going to... Oh, that's a win, just, isn't it? Yeah, he's going to out-jaw them. Even, it could be a low-scoring one. But I think Bundy's there. I think he's in the zone. I think he's... Eight, know, in, doesn't, eight innings, three hits, one run. So I'm going for Bundy. Nice. I mean, I, 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 last time I said complete game shutout for Bundy and I was so close. Yeah. So I'm not going to be that that confident. But yeah, I reckon seven and two thirds from Bundy at least. He's going to give us another good outing. Yeah. Um, then forward Texas. Well, I, I can't see the matchups, and I'm trying to work out the matchups. But it looks like it'll be Brea, Heaney, Tehran, and Bundy again. So it all depends on where people like Lance Lynn fall in with that. I'm predicting Lynn might be in against Heaney or Tehran. If he's against Tehran, that's a loss. Yeah. But against Heaney, Heaney could do it, but. We've struggled against Lansing as well this season. Um, so I've, I've gone for a split with Texas. We've gone two there. So I'm, I'm thinking four, unfortunately. I want more. We could get three from Texas, but it depends on the matchups. I, I think it'll be more likely two. Annoyingly, you've gone for the exact same predictions as me. I reckon two from the Dynamax, two from Texas. Really? I think I think that's that it. One thing with the Texas, with sorry, with the Diamondbacks though, which is nice, is. Uh, Obviously, Cole coming back, Cole Calhoun. 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't gun anyone down at home from right field just for old time's sake. I mean, he never took well. he's, he's genuinely one of my favourite ever players. I loved him. I, yeah, I loved his hustle. I loved his commitment. It, you know, his bat infuriated me sometimes because he had the power. He, you know, when he went away and modified that swing after his injury spell, he sort of got better again. But he was so streaky. But defensively, I wouldn't want anyone out in right field outside of Cole Calhoun when he was with us. He was fantastic. You know, yeah. The ground that he covered, some of those Superman diving catches that he'll make, and that arm is just majestic. It really is. And I think it was just the just the hustle, just the heart, mm. the grit, determination. He's just a, a real ball player. And you, the type of guy you love in your clubhouse, I think, and love to have in your team. Um, you felt that like he was a leader, didn't you? And you'd have the clubhouse, and you know, if it was a bad stretch, he'll probably be there to uh, shout something out if needed. He's a leader. And he played with Trouty for so many years. And I do wonder whether, I know Trout's never had the best defensive metrics, but this year's like fallen off a cliff a bit and his defensive metrics are horrific. I do wonder if that's because Cole's not around and he's having to work with Upton in left field, who's an absolute liability, and Bell in right field, who is also, in all fairness, a bit of a liability at the moment whilst he's learning the position and learning how to play major leagues. I do wonder yeah. having that on both sides of him is really having an impact on his own game. Maybe. Um, having to concentrate on more than one thing, being the mentor sort of role as well. I mean, Trout's not the young one anymore. He's the mentor. He, he's, he's one of the veterans. He's, you know, he's been there. He's done it. He's not won it all, but personally, he's won the personal accolades and stuff like that. So people are going to look to him for the advice. Um, maybe. I mean, you may have a point there with Cole Calhoun um, not being there. But um, to sort of back him up. But at the same time, Charity will come good uh, defensively. He'll know what he needs to work on his first step and anything like that. I'm not sure he will. I think no. he's, I just think he's fading. I mean, I think the move to right field is inevitable at some point in the next few years. Oh, yeah, no, that will be there because, uh, you know, if Dell sorts out his defensive abilities, he will be the natural replacement to swap over, basically, won't he? Yeah, or Jordan, uh, Jordan Adams, maybe. Or Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh is meant to be a fantastic outfielder. Um, I want to see Marsh up. I really would have liked to have seen Marsh up by now. If we was a part of Team Tank or even just Team Get Kids Going sort of job, I would like to have seen Marsh getting some at bats now. My my suspicion is he was preparing to come up, and then Jared Walsh has gone on this hot streak because they've been playing him at first, haven't they? In yeah. in Long Beach, my suspicion is they were preparing him to come up, and then Walsh has gone on this hot run, and they think you know feed the hot hand and all that and play him. So that's yeah. that's my guess is what's happened there. Yeah, yeah. No, you're probably right on that one. But no, I look forward to that. I look forward to the day of a, a Marsh Trout and Adele outfield. That, that's pretty, that sounds good to me. Exactly. Right. So now for the main reason people are listening, you saw my competition I put up last week. A couple of pair of angels masks. I'm not sure whether to have two winners and a mask each or to send two to one person. I can't decide because I didn't really specify. I just said I had a pair of angels face masks to give away. Do we, do we, double, double, the, we double the fun? You, you could double the fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's your competition. <laughs> you, you are the puppet master. That is true. But you're going to be picking the winners here. So um, what do I do? Yeah, go on. Let's just... Uh, Let's have two winners. Let's have two winners. All right. I have numbered. I've numbered them all from 
one to 33. So okay. I'm gonna need you to give me the first number. 26. 26, oh. That's my jersey number, so that's why, 26. We have, oh, we have Lee, Oggy the Rabbit. I think, I believe he's our, he's our Scottish Angels fan. So, what a, well, awesome. well done, Lee. One of them's coming your way. And can I have a second one from you? Let's go with 22. 22. And scrolling down. <laughs> That's why. Oh, God, this is a fix. <laughs> it's, it's you. Me? <laughs> no, we move on. We can't move on. Right. Dave's turning it down. I need another number. <laughs> There's no way that I can win that. It's fantastic banter. Right. Uh, 17. 17. Yeah. 17. Let's just double check this. 17. Oh, 17 is Clive Rains. Clive Rains. I can't remember where Clive's from. He's another Angels fan in the UK. Um, but yeah, so well done, Clive and Lee. Our two winners. Well but, done. And you. Third time lucky for Clive. Totally <laughs> yeah. yourself out. This was no fix, by the way. So he doesn't know the numbers. You can't see though. I know nobody here. Uh, I should have recorded this bit so we could see. You couldn't see. Um, <laughs> well, well yeah, done. No, I've got no, nothing in front of me. I've got the stats up from September and all sorts. <laughs> no Twitters in front of me. Exactly. Um, is there anything else? Anything else we should talk about? We didn't get any questions this week, so I'm I'm all angels out. Just looking forward to another another week of hope and misery. Enjoy it whilst it lasts, because if it is to be only twelve more games, then we're going to wait a long time for more baseball. Or yeah. Angels baseball, anyway. Um, so just try and enjoy it whilst it lasts. And it's been a poo season, but we've got some some bits to take away from it. We've had we've had very the pleasure of very, watching Sunday. Very eloquently put, by the way. <laughs> it could be it could be a lot worse. Could be worse. But you know, we've had some moments to watch. You know, we've had Bundy to watch. You know, we've had Trout hit a three hundred. We've had Albert hit six sixty. We've got you know we've got some of the kids coming up. You know, it's um, Adele's here. It's been a disappointing season, but there's certainly some positives there. Yeah, definitely. And let's just see how the next 12 games go before we write it completely. Well, you never know. We could be sitting here this time next week absolutely at the bit for the last few games because it's the moment we overtake the Astros. We could, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thanks, Dave, so much. Great chatting as usual. Uh, thanks to all of you for listening. Please do continue to like, to retweet, to subscribe. Let us know. I did, I did actually, after the last pod, I did have a couple of Angels fans in the UK that wanted to come on. Didn't get around to getting them on today, but we will do for next week. Make sure we uh, plan a bit better in advance. But thanks as ever, Dave. Cheers and have a good week. Yeah, cheers, Nick. Have a good one, mate.